Welcome to the 7-Minute Job Interview Podcast, where we answer your job interview questions, resume questions, and provide job search advice in only 7 minutes. And now your host, Davon Goddard. Hey, what's up, everybody? How's it going? And welcome to the 7-Minute Job Interview Podcast. In this episode, we're talking about 7 ways to get your resume thrown in a trash can. So, let's get straight to it. The first one is typos and grammatical errors. Now, I recently did a poll on LinkedIn and I asked a ton, probably over 50 HR professionals, what they saw the number one resume mistake was. And the majority of them, kid you not, over 80% of them said typos and grammatical errors. Now, guys, look, this is huge because this shows that you lack two major key attributes. One being attention to detail, okay? Employers want people who are who have great attention to detail. It's a very important skill to have, you know, you have to be able to analyze information and point out flaws, you know, and if you have misspellings in your own resume, then that shows that you really lack attention to detail. And number two, it shows you lack initiative, okay? It shows you didn't have the initiative to get your resume corrected, guys. Like, that's just unexcusable. Number two, the length. Now, the length of your resume is extremely important, you know, the just think about it. The employer, they scan your resume for about seven seconds, you know, and there are key things they're looking for in that process. So if you have three, four-page resume with irrelevant information on there, let me highlight that, irrelevant information, because some people, they turn their resumes into career obituaries, and they put every single thing on their resume, and then they wonder why they never receive a response, okay? Employers barely have any time to scan through resumes, and they're not going to go through four or five pages. I like to keep mine's two, three at the max, only with relevant information. The third reason your resume will hit the trash can is because you're making a resume about you. The resume should not be about you. It should be about what you can do for the employer, how your skills and traits relate to that job, okay? And you have to read about the needs of the company, find out about the company's culture, where the company is headed, where is the company going in the next few years. And when you have this information, you can tailor your resume specifically to meet that company's objectives. Number four, talking about responsibilities rather than quantifiable achievements. Now, I was made aware of this by Candace Barr from Strategic Resume Specialist, and she said oftentimes people turn their resume into a career obituary by adding every single piece of experience and every single responsibility. And what they don't do is they don't add quantifiable achievements. And what I mean by quantifiable achievements is quantify everything you've done. Don't just say you inputted wire payments into the accounting system. How many did you do? How many per week? How many per month? What change did this make in the company? How did this help the company achieve its overall goals? Um, What accounting system do you use? You know, include all of this. You have to quantify what you've done. So these are questions you need to be asking yourself. So next time you're editing your resume, don't think about your responsibilities. Think about your contributions and give specific numbers and percentages all of the times. Number five, hobbies. And you know hobbies are good, hobbies are nice, but employers don't care about your hobbies. Look, the only reason, the only way I would put hobbies on a resume, and I wouldn't even give it its own section ever, but I'll find a way to tie it in there only if it's relevant to the position you're applying for. Other than that, keep hobbies to yourself. Number six, your resume lacks consistency. You know, you come across resumes who have that has different fonts, the font size changes, the colors and stuff. 
many have fonts that are bold, some are not bold as you scroll down, the headlines are not bold, and then you'll see an italic somewhere. It's not consistent. Your resume should be consistent all throughout the entire resume. And the last reason your resume will hit the trash can is because you don't understand what your resume is. Now, I got this answer directly from Ellen Hall. She's in one of um, the LinkedIn groups I'm a part of. She's the founder of Rapid Resume Results. And here's her answer. I need you to listen to this. A resume is simply not a chronology of your past experience. It's a presentation of your future value to a specific audience, your readers, recruiters, and prospective employers. A resume is a marketing document. Every word, every phrase, every formatting decision should be focused on an optimal presentation that will be interesting and relevant to your specific readers. Some aspects of your past experience are not always relevant to your future goals and the needs of your prospective employers. That information should be left out. Employers are looking for that singular candidate that can deliver top value for their payroll dollar. They already know the duties and responsibilities, quotes, of the job. They wrote the description. They want to know where you excel, what you have accomplished from previous employers, how you've added value to the organizations you worked for. Many companies receive hundreds, if not thousands of resumes for a single posted position, the vast majority of them are skills-based documents with little thought given to the kind of concepts mentioned above. By targeting your resume to the specific employment opportunity and addressing the employer's needs and goals with highly relevant, accomplished-based content, you position yourself well ahead of the pack. So with that being said, that's the seven reasons why your resume hit the trash can, guys. And if you're having any problems with your resume, remember, you can check out my free video series on how to get your resume directly to the employer and how to do everything Ellen Hall just talked about in number seven. And you can come over to secretsofthehire.com to get access to that. And remember, if you want a question answered here on the show, come over to secretsofthehire.com forward slash ask. So guys, with that being said, I will see you in the next episode of the 7-Minute Job Interview Podcast. Peace out.